Welcome back, everyone, to uh, Kingdom Hearts. Uh, I was going to say Kingdom Hearts 2, How Days Over 2. That's not the name <laughs> of the podcast. That's the name of the game. What we're covering. Uh, yeah, KHBH, the podcast you know and love. Woo-hoo! Uh, I'm your host, Kevin, joined by my co-host, Marshall. And today, today we're getting into the thick of it by... Um, an untangling a weave of lies. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Sykes still on his old bullshit. So he's terrible. never gonna stop. Yeah, it's almost like we're doing the same thing every week. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. So. You know, you may hear some uh, some intermittent fan breezes in my background today, because, you know what? It's real hot. It's in the, the mid-90s right now, and yep. I'm not having it. So, <laughs> we'll, we'll do our best to remove it, but if it's there, it's there. You know what? We're just going to have to deal with it. It'll be fine. It'll be gone next week, I hope. Uh, but for now... Well, I, was about, I was about to say, hopefully it'll be gone. Hopefully. But who really knows? So we'll see. Yeah. No, I do. I tend to now. Uh, my uh, my fan that was broken for quite some time. My building literally just replaced it maybe a week ago. Oh no! So what I did, knowing today was incredibly hot, was like maybe thirty to forty minutes before I knew we were gonna roughly record. I just kind of crank. I cranked that baby on high, closed the bedroom door, so it it is quickly fading. But I have some mm, residual sense of. Yes. Not melting. By the time we're done, I will be a puddle, though. Yeah. A million-dollar idea. The podcaster's fan. Silent, but effective. <laughs> should look into that. Um, but enough of Weather Corner. Let's talk about a different kind of fan. Our fans, the listeners, and the content Whoa. that they came here for. Uh, pivot to the episode proper. Uh, yeah, let's see. We last left off on day 173. Lies! Um, so, if my calculations are correct, Axel was gonna go talk to Sykes again to try to get him to be nice to Shion again. Yep. And Sykes told him, (laughs) no, fuck off. Again. (laughs) And here we are. Odd how we found ourselves in the exact same predicament. Whoa. Yeah. Well, I guess now Sykes is like, he's, the bullshit meter is completely full. He's like, we're not, we're not speaking terms anymore. Just, just, just stop it. I know what you're doing. Yeah. Get out of here. He discards his, his BFF ring. (gasps) (gasps) It's the best friends forever. Best friends forever. Ring. Not anymore, but, uh. He's got a new finger to put that ring on, but we'll we'll get to that later. Um, Yeah, so basically, uh, I don't know. Axel's trying to convince Sykes to appreciate Chiyun, I guess. Um, And Sykes just kind of appeases him and says, maybe I'll stop calling her a thing if she proves to be uh, a useful object for me. Um, but yeah. don't, don't, don't hold your breath. 
basically, and yeah. That's pretty much it. But well, that's that's what Axel tells Roxas, I should say. So it's just kinda like, yeah. And then Axel softens the blow to Roxas to try to uh comfort him, I guess. I don't know. It's Eh, I don't know, it's weird. Like, why should Roxas care what Sykes thinks? Like, he's already pretty much told Sykes to go screw off, so I don't know why Axel was trying to, like, protect him by saying, like, oh, maybe Sykes will be nice, but, yeah. Yeah, it's a it thing. was, it, the, if I'm, yeah, if I remember correctly, it's partly, hey, can you back off a little bit, but also asking what makes them so special, and that's when Sykes is like, right. you don't get, you're not privy to any more secret information yeah this is this is it buddy boy yeah like i used to spill the tea for ye but uh now you have <laughs> lost that privilege uh so pretty unfortunate for you because i know all the hot goss that goes on around here but you're gonna you're gonna miss this fountain mm. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah basically axel's trying to uh trying to find the plot much like us uh, but Sykes says, nope, uh, try again in 50 days. So, <laughs> we will continue this quest in earnest um, yep. by joining a mission. Yay! So, mission 54, uh, while you're preparing, uh, or sorry, I should say, mission 52, while you're prepping in the gray room, uh, you can talk to Axel... Yep. And he will give you mission 54 if you have a weapon panel with three links on it. And also, you'll get a shining gem from Luxord by synthesizing Chrono Gear Plus. And I gotta be honest, I don't even bother talking to anyone in the room anymore because it's repetitive and boring, and I almost never have the requirements for the little bonus objectives. So, eh. If you're so inclined, keep chatting away. But I'm I'm all business. Sykes, give me my job. I'm not here to make friends. Just tell me where I need to go, and I'm out of here. Okay. For, for those who do want to unlock Mission Fifty Four, I mean, uh, we have, have at this point we have several Keyblades with like three links on it, so it's ping, probably ping, one of the easiest ping. requirements I've ever seen so far. Yeah, I mean, um, I probably could have done it, but I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> No, understandable. The Luxord one was kind of, so, we're now at the point where some of them are going to start asking for, they won't tell you what they want you to make, they just say, combine X and Y, and produce whatever. So I, at this point, I had made the Chrono Gear, that's the key, it's the Keyblade that's just, uh, longer ground combos. So I, I talked to Luxord, he's like, oh, you did it, and I was like, I did? I did? Did I? And then I had to, then I had to go to the Moogle, I'm like, what the fuck did I make? <laughs> tell, sir, tell me. Um, but I think it's relatively easy for the, for those who are so inclined to want to take care of it. Yeah. But other than that, just simple requests. So, uh, Blue Skidoo, we can too. Yep. Right into mission 52. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Look at that. Um, yeah. Collect hearts in Halloween town. Um, so, yep. We are back at it. Uh, there's a few Mego Shadows spread out, but you can just ignore them, because they ain't got no hearts. Uh, but yep. the emblems are hiding, and also uh, the little bone mechanic is back, so uh, yippee. Um, and <laughs> we get to explore a little bit more Halloween Town, so that's yeah. something. Um, but basically, uh, you go through Guillotine Gate, take out some Heartless... 
we arrive in the graveyard, and Jack is uh, showing off his fancy new lantern contraption to Zero. And Zero says, I'm a dog. I can't do anything with this. Uh, I'm a ghost dog, <laughs> nonetheless. Uh, but <laughs> we the players now. Lantern in a video game with fire magic? <laughs> Why didn't you say so? Um, so... Yeah, it's uh, yeah. it's really weird. Because Jack's like, look at my greatest creation, the lantern. And I'm like, cool? This is this is scary? Yeah, it's... I don't know. You know he's, he's, compared to the balloons, at least the balloons, like, they have a cool design. Yeah. He's like, lantern! And I'm like... <laughs> It's already invented, We're buddy. Really the, scraping the, the bottom the, of the, the barrel here. The cop, the copyright's already in, Jack. What are you doing? Yeah, it's it's a little embarrassing that uh, like this, this is the guy. This is your your big pumpkin king and lanterns. That's all he's got. You kidding me? Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I I demand uh, an election. New pumpkin king. This Jack guy's been phoning <laughs> in for years. Um, so, yeah, a little hint, hint for players, do a thing with the lantern. Um, so, yeah, you could just use fire on it, um, or if you want to save your spell, uh, you can knock the jack-o'-lanterns into the lantern-lanterns, uh, and the explode mm. nation will set them ablaze, um, and if you light up the two lanterns opposite the, um, um, the... The coffin, um, it will grant you access to the next room. So, kind of similar to Engage One, how you'd have to light the lanterns on the platforms to get them uh, hovering up and down. Yep. Um, so, yeah, it's a thing. Also, there are a few heartless in here that you can take out. I think, or maybe in the return journey, actually, maybe they don't show up quite yet. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't. Yeah, not yet. You do the same thing in the boneyard. There's, there's like more lanterns yeah, you have to light yeah. up, and then you get led through to, um, to Moonlit Hill. Right. Uh, but yeah, on the return trip, we're gonna sniff all the bad Larrys out. Yeah. So yep, right to repeat. Uh, and yeah, the uh, the next room, and then you will get access to the Moonlit Hill, where we will run into. Oh no, those tricky tricksters. Yep, they're at it again. Um, except this time we can fight them. Yay! Um, so <laughs> classic lock, shock, and barrel fight ensues. Just knock them out. Mm-hmm. They're run around. They're very small targets. Um, yeah, ground combos for days. Yeah, that's about it. Um, compared to you know some of their other fights, it's pretty pretty simple. Um. Yep. Only the big difference, I guess, is yeah, they throw those bombies at you, which can then kind of like cause a chain reaction uh, with all the other yeah. jack o' lanterns lying around. So, watch out for that. But otherwise, had that happen, yeah, was not fun whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, I essentially got. I, I luckily like I was at max health, so I went to half health. But I got knocked by a bomb into more bombs, and then those bombs exploded around, and it was just like, oh no. Yeah. But, yeah, not the worst thing, but definitely, you know, uh, my heart skipped a beat or two. Oh, for sure. Yeah, there were a few little hair situations where it was like, oh, no, this isn't going my way. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, the only real 
hang-up I had with this fight is I didn't realize in classic LSB fashion uh, they respawn mm. after a while, so... Oh, yeah. I took out Barrel last, or at least I thought I did, but the fight was still going on. I was like, what's, what's happening? And I noticed old, old Shocky was was getting a funny idea, so went over and mm. whacked her once more, and she went down, <laughs> uh, so it, it didn't really draw out the fight or anything, but just keep an eye out, because it is a big room, and they kind of spread out, so if you lose track of one yeah. that you knocked out, uh, they might come back if you don't... If you don't finish the job quick enough. Exactly, yeah. It's a, it's a little different. At this, point, at this point in the series, is the third fight we've had with them. Like, the first one is in, like, the ti- very tiny playroom in Oogies, so, like, incredibly easy. Two is in the present room in Christmastown, and, and it's a pretty standard generic layout. And also, it's the, yeah, you gotta trap them with the presents. This one, like, they, I think they have the most room to move around, and there's, like, actual objects to interact with in the room, so... Right. Yeah, it's a little little trickier, but nothing we haven't done before, luckily. Yep, pretty much. Um, so we have a little wrap up cutscene where they, I don't know, say, "Ah, you suck. We hate you. You'll never catch us." And then they do the bomb thing again. It's like, okay, I, I get it. I don't know why we're trying to make this a thing, like little punchline. Like <laughs> it's not very funny. It's just like, okay. La Bamba. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's very funny, because either at the start of this cutscene, or when you get into Moonlight Hill, they do the same thing to Rox, and he's like, Whew! Not today, kids! Yep. And then he, you know, for here, he lets his guard down. They're again, like, again. what if we did it again? He's like, God damn it! Yep. Um, so yeah, it's, it's just like, ugh. Here we are again. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, they blow, they blow, they blow this popsicle stand, and they blow a hole in the wall. And on their escape route, Jack's like, explosions? Ooh. So I am a little terrified of what next Halloween Town story visit oh, yeah. it's, it's going to bring. <laughs> it's not going to be pretty, I can tell you that much. Um, but yeah, now the mission can begin properly, which is, yeah, Zero is back. And you can sniff out some Heartless with you. You can sniff out some Heartless with him, um, which... It's kind of necessary because a few of them are just hidden behind these completely obscure examination points that are not distinct at all. Um, some of them are more, um, you know, like whack the jack-o'-lantern or something like that. Uh, but yeah, he's definitely useful in this situation. But it's pretty much what yeah, we did last time. Um, just mm-hmm. take him out as you backtrack through the rest of the game. Exactly, yeah. It's it's fairly simple. And again, like we mentioned last time, there are plenty of bones for zero, so don't feel like you have to hold out. But if you do feel like poking your own nose around, go ahead. Uh, none of them are like the exact locations as last time, because I think I was like, oh, last time there was a Heartless here, and of course the game's like, you, you idiot! Why would we do it there again? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you're right, though. You're right. Right. <laughs> Um, but yeah, other than that, it's a uh, it's pretty straightforward. Yeah. And the mental notes to find all the heartless again. If you care about stuff, wink, wink. Mm, interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that's that. Um, I'm curious if Woo! we will be plundering any further into Halloween Town. Um, 
Uh, I think one last one, maybe maybe in order, definitely. Yeah, I was thinking there's not really a boss room, per se. Like, I guess there's guillotine gate, but it's, it's kind of awkward because the titular guillotine is, like, right in the center. So I can't imagine a heartless, like, a big heartless navigating that room mm-hmm. too well. And all the other ones are pretty small, except for Moonlit Hill, but it's the same exact issue um, where... Yeah. There's not a lot of space to actually trounce around as a big old boss, so yeah, maybe there's yeah. one more it's room a... yet to be discovered. What is the uh what is the KH two Halloween Town boss? So we do um, where the kids are is it the cage? Yeah, the the cage keeper, the trapper keeper, hash slinging. Something uh, like that. That guy. Yeah. yeah, it's in Moonlit Hill, mm-hmm. but Moonlit Hill's like smaller like the hills kind of yeah. smaller but the room still a decent size so it like doesn't get in the way as much um but mm-hmm. here it's it's kind of like the kh1 proportions where i just feel like mm-hmm, be able definitely. to use the hill to like just avoid any sort of boss like to like block their attacks i don't know uh, so yeah, we get a quick little cutscene of the Ice Cream Social Sans dialogue, and then it's on to Day 174, Action Reaction, where we will be eliminating the Wavecrest and Neverland, Ooh, which Neverland is, this, <laughs> this is our first visit, right? We Yes, okay. yes it is. Yep. Yeah, Neverland, it's back, and I believe it is the final... New world, but maybe I'll be proven wrong. Um, but it's it's Neverland like you've never seen it before. Which is to say, it's an actual level this time. So, yes, yeah. crazy. <laughs> um, yeah. So there's an actual island, which I don't know. It's just like one big room, which I guess is kind of cool because then you can fly around without any loading screens. But it's just a big island. It's just a mass of geometry, and then a bunch of smaller islands around it. Like there's not really, there's not the iconic locales like the, um, the Lost Boys Hideout or the Yep <laughs> Native American Village and uh, Mermaid's Lagoon. Like it's it's pretty generic. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah. This this one's very kind of barren, straightforward. Yeah, there's some cliffs, but it's it's mainly supposed to be like a big flying room at the end of the day. So pretty much, but it's better than nothing. <laughs> yep, exactly. Yeah. So we crash land and um, we spy a little Captain Hook and Shmi action, which it's yeah. interesting because I think this is. The first and perhaps only Disney villain we'll see in this game. Um, yeah, except for I guess Queen of Hearts. Yeah, she's yeah, but she's at, at least in Kingdom. I, I guess in both instances, and in like here and in actual Alice in Wonderland, she's not really the antagonist. Yeah, she's just though, a bully. So, yeah, so. basically, yeah. Like I, I guess Pete. I get Pete's also. I mean, in Kingdom Hearts, he's more of a like a a villain character, and in, you know, in Goof Troop and you know the ensuing media, he's just kind of a pain in the ass. Right. So, um, but yeah, he's more of like the King Mickey, Donald, and Goofy side of being 
engrossed in Kingdom Hearts uh, much more yeah. than Disney, at least in this franchise. So, yeah, I think Hook, because yeah, we, we beat Jafar up already. Um, he gone. Hades hasn't Hades hasn't made an appearance in Olympus Coliseum so far. Yeah, he's just yeah. keeping a low profile. Um, mm-hmm. So, they are digging around endlessly looking for some sort of treasure or and um they like keep summoning a heartless and hook is complaining about the heartless like getting in the way like every time they dig a new hole like the heartless will appear and he's like ah confound these blasted heartless i don't know i just think (laughs) it's really funny how like his whole plan was to control the heartless and join up with him left since but now He's kind of jumped ship on that now. He's like, yeah, those heartless are full of birds. I just want my treasures. Let's get back to good old-fashioned pirating. <laughs> this is what we know. This is what we're good at. That whole darkness thing, that was just a phase. Um, uh-huh. So he's kind of a joke villain again. Um, yeah. But there's, there's something brewing inside of him. Oh, no! Because <gasps> he gets angry, and then he... Summons a dark aura around him, which we can assume is what's attracting the Heartless, so... Mm-hmm. There's like a weird chicken yeah. and an egg thing going on where they're looking for the treasure, <laughs> they're not finding it, he's getting angry, he's summoning the Heartless, the Heartless are getting in the way of the treasure, so... Yep. It's gonna be a whole thing, I'm guessing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, y- yes, yeah, that, 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 that means yes. Yes. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, we go and inspect, uh, the hole, what they were looking at, uh, before, oh, no, uh, another cutscene where we get a little guest appearance by one Tinkerbell, um, who's spying on the pirates, and she's basically trying to get Roxy's team up and say, hey, go get those bad guys, and I was like, I can't, mission, it's all that matters, um, and we, of course, yeah. <laughs> a little parallel with Sora uh, when he first met Tinkerbell. Um, so, a little bit of this idea of, like, there's a Disney plot and then the organization plot, and Roxas can't decide between them. Um, Look at us. But eventually he decides, no, I'm going to do my duties and take out the Heartless um, but this is not the last we shall see of one Tinker Bell, uh, because mm-hmm. she dazzles us and Pixie does! Yay! <laughs> and somehow we figure out that lets us fly. Um, so, look at that. We're flying again. Uh, it's Neverland. We're doing the thing. Uh, the more things change, the more they stay the same. What can we say? Yes! Um, so, in addition to flying, we get the ability Glide. Um, which we can then use in later levels, which is pretty nice. Uh, yeah. Especially for some things like the emblem challenges and, you know, getting some hard-to-reach treasures. So, dash cool. Definitely. But, mm-hmm. yeah, flying. Um, it ain't great. <laughs> I'll say <laughs> that much. And Yeah, it's ob- obviously it's a DS game, so she's a- her controls are a bit rough, this one. It, uh, yeah, I, <laughs> it's, uh, luckily with, um, in, in KH1, but it came to swimming and flying, they kind of obeyed by the same laws. Right. Where if you locked onto something, 
Which, I mean, now that we don't have it, realize what a godsend that is. Yeah. Uh, whatever you're locked onto, you will automatically, like, ascend or descend to that level. So you didn't have all of these X and Y height, di- like, height difficulties. Now we kind of do run into them, and they're a little, a little cumbersome, not gonna lie. Yeah. Um, my biggest problem is just the button placement. It's just so counterintuitive to any dedicated Kingdom Hearts player, because, so, let me, let me, let me use my muscle memory here, so, I was about to say, you're imagining the DS in front of you, yes, reaching out with your hand, Y, which is to say the left button, is ascend, and B, which is to say the down button, is descend, which just completely breaks my brain. Uh, because in Kingdom Hearts 1, as we know, I guess it's square on PS2, but also the left button um, mm-hmm. is descend, so it's the complete opposite, and yes. then circle, the right mm-hmm. button, is ascend. So it's just breaking my brain, uh, especially because in days, B is also the jump button, so B is already inherently the go up button, but... When you're flying, it's the go down button. <laughs> mm. I was about to say, I, literally, I'm thinking like, "Oh crap, which one's jump? Which one's jump? Which one's yep. jump?" But yeah, you know, you know, you're right. Yeah. Yep. It's a. Uh, and yeah. you can't start flying until you press Y. For some reason, like, I guess, I guess it's because they decided B was descend, but, ugh, like. You can still do your air slides, so it just feels weird having yeah. to press Y every time you want to start to go up, uh, because the other big thing is uh, there's a lot of aerial combats, if not, that's entirely the combat in this world, and if you get knocked back when you're flying, you are knocked out of flying, so you just go into free fall, unlike in KH1, where... You stay on the same plane, you just kind of get hit back, but you're still, you know, ascending. But here, you get completely knocked out, so then you have to press Y again to resume your flotation, which doesn't sound like a big deal, but in practice, it just feels really bad, and it feels like... It just, it's a lot different. It's it's basically foreign at this point, yeah. It's just really clunky, and it's like, ugh, I don't like this, and then... Yeah, then you have to, like, catch all the... You have to, like, fly all the way up back to whatever enemy you were fighting, and then it's... Hope they didn't despawn. <laughs> yeah, seriously. So, it's a whole thing. I don't... I don't really care for it. Um, but... Yeah, narrow recovery it. is definitely a, a must mm-hmm. in this area. When I realized that that still worked, I was like, oh, thank God. Because n- nothing in my right mind said, press B, error recovery still works, right? Um, yeah. I believe if you're hit, if you're hit, if you're knocked out of glide and you aerial recovery, you'll go back into glide mode oh, okay. or fly mode, whatever you prefer to call Might it. Might not so, have aerial recovery yeah, yeah, if, on then. Not to mm-hmm. snap that back in. Yeah, it's definitely very useful for these. I mean, for it's gonna be useful for Neverland in general because we're gonna be airborne ninety percent of the time. So nice. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that. Uh, now we can begin our heartless hunt proper. And we got a ah. few new faces. Uh, we got the Turquoise March, which is another sorcerer, which 
couldn't even tell you what they do. Um, I just I just kill them. <laughs> I think they like appear and reappear. <laughs> ah. Uh, these ones do. Uh, I mean, there technically is no water element in this game. Just technically water. ice still. But yeah, but yeah, they're more water. If if water were to exist in days, they'll be water based. Uh, mage boys. Yeah. yeah. The big thing I've seen is they'll shoot like a water bullet. Or they do, like, a, a spout attack. Or, like, well, they shoot a ball at you. It's supposed to, like, make contact with the ground. Or hit you. Uh, and then at least, like, a geyser that kind of pops you up. So, it's, um... It's interesting, but... The, you don't see the geyser spout attack that much. Because we're airborne. Yep. So, a little hit or miss. But, yeah, that's just their shtick. Yep. And then the other one is the, um... Air battler, which is your basic air soldier like grunt. Um, so mm-hmm. he fly, he hits, uh, dodge, and hit back. I mean, for both of these, well, any aerial enemy, I should say, uh, magic's gonna be your friend for sure. Um, yep, especially fire since it kind of homes if you have enough distance anyway. Um, so yeah, you just kind of fly around and take them out. Well, actually, there's kind of like a sub-mechanic in this world with all these diggy holes um, mm-hmm. um, yeah. where you have to go to the hole and then examine it, which will then summon Heartless, and then you kill the Heartless, and then you can examine the actual hole again, um, which will give you items. So that's a thing that will come up and next few missions in Neverland. Um, yep. But, yeah, if you want, you can do a little scavenger hunt. Otherwise, you can uh, just make a beeline for the Wave Crest, uh, which is on the big old stone cliff. And, yep, it's it's a boss. It's pretty much the avalanche, uh, but it just flies even more. So. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's very funny, because the avalanche was maybe, like, an episode or two ago. Like, very very kind of fresh in the mind. Right. And this is just no, this is another, you know, big wyvern boss variant. So, it's a little different because we constantly... Whereas the, uh, the avalanche was kind of a pain in the butt, because we had to kind of... It was, you know, we played the hype game with it. Like, get back here! And then, you know, eventually it landed for the rest of the boss fight. Yep. This one, you kind of... You have, you have options, so... I feel like it's more make sure you don't get hit and he'll be fine because boy oh boy do he smack pretty much. Um, but yeah, we we've seen this fight before, so relatively easy. Uh, I think my like you know my go to for anybody who's having trouble like I did like a combo or two and then would peel off, let him do his thing because he's got he's got the spiral kick, he's got the little kickies, he got the dive bomb, and you know they all come out or at least are telegraphed fairly easy. So if you're not kind of stuck in a combo you you, you you might get hit but other than that uh again mostly straightforward nothing we haven't seen before mm-hmm. so once he's eliminated the mission is officially complete so we can gtfo with the rtc uh but not before roxas has a little bit of a, a guilt trip where he bemoans how oh i should have helped that little pixie <laughs> um yeah. Pretty much like, um, um, I can't remember, but he's definitely done this before. He's like, oh, but we should help them. Um, so you can see that he's got a little bit of a Sora compassion side. Um, but he, 
he's not quite ready to commit to the whole hero shtick. So uh, he takes his leave and then mm-hmm. meets up with Axel. Um, since Shion is still sleepy, sleepy. Um, and they talk yep. about how hope she'll be up soon so we can all bond together. Um, and then he also tells Axel about flying. And Axel says, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure you were right up there with the flying pigs, huh? <laughs> You're so full of shit. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very fun. I mean, it's, it's, it's truly an Axel's character. He's like, sure, kid. Whatever you say, I'm gonna sit here uh, sipping my uh, my single black coffee. And he's like, oh, Axel, I'm not lying to you. I swear to God. Yeah. And he's like, I'm not believe your shtick yet. Yeah. So let's let's put a pin in that because I have thoughts on this little mini subplot. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he's basically parroting Sora uh, when he was like at the end of Neverland. I can't believe I flew and the pirates. Ah. I can't wait to tell Kyrie. She probably won't believe me, though. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, I'll yep. say he's excited to tell Sheen about all his little adventures. Um, so, yeah, hopefully she'll she'll wake up soon. Cut to day 175. Oh, <laughs> Halloween Town. Eliminate the dual blade. Uh, this is the actual missed... Uh, mission in which I did not partake. So, if you want to see this real quick, give us the lowdown. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, this one's like super, super quick. So yeah, it's uh, the dual blade is just uh, and we've seen them every so often, like maybe two or three times at this point. They're the, it's a big version of the zip uh, zip launcher, the little uh, heartless, well, not a little heartless, but uh, the guy with the uh, springy arms and the knives at the end of them. Mm-hmm. Usually, you'll get a prompt being like, there's a dangerous heartless in the area. Um, but yeah, uh, just a bigger, like, ma- now manageable because it's something you're supposed to fight. Boss fight version of that guy. Okay. So yeah, he's got a few different, at least this version, has a few different attacks. He has his traditional, well, at least what we've seen the zip launcher do so far, where he kind of spins in place with his rotating slash. He also has this new... Uh, like store like he'll charge up and then kind of like lash out at you attack um there is another one where he does the traditional kind of what the large armors have been doing like jump up in the air and pound the ground except he'll go straight up like disappear off the map and then come crashing down where you are mm. so just keep moving uh then he's got like an arrow attack where he just kind of like swipes at the ground and almost like the clay armor like a little shockwave comes out but it, it kind of tracks you a little mm-hmm. bit uh and it's it's arrow based so it will might pop you uh, if you get hit, so just something to be wary of. Um, and oh, there are skater bombs that uh, spawn con- constantly throughout the fight, so just be wary of those. But uh, pretty straightforward. Uh, luckily, again, we are with Demix. Demix is a very good party member, so luckily there, uh, there's not too much trouble to this one, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. So it's in Halloween Town, but you have a party member which. It's interesting, because obviously Roxas does not have a Halloween Town transformation, nor does yep. the mix. And I think we, we talked about this in Calm, because obviously Riku uh, visits Halloween Town, but it does... He gets grayer! It does make you wonder. That's it! Yeah. Like, what's what's going on there? Because I always assumed, oh, it's the world that transformed you, but clearly not. So, did Donald, like... 
Does he have like a little cosplay streak to him where he's like designing all these little outfits for everyone and he's like, magic! <laughs> I just imagine, now I'm just like in the gummy ship. Um, like, so, like he's got Sora like standing up and like, a, like arms outstretched with like a, <laughs> like, a, like, a, like Taylor's tape. And he's like, don't open out of water. And he's like, God damn it, Sora! <laughs> yeah, they're like, they're just like, in the orbit of Halloween Town for like ten hours before they actually land. Stone's like, no, it's 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 a spooky world. We need spooky outfits, otherwise we're not gonna fit in. <laughs> yeah, I I guess my my I guess I was supposed to counterplay, but like my devil's advocate in my head says uh, something something black coats might uh, prevent that from happening. Mm. Uh, basically, I could see or that. Just kind of an, an inconsistency too. It could it could be either because. I'm thinking back to Cage 2. Did we have any org members show up? We did not. In Halloween Town. And we didn't, yeah. So. I, I actually, yeah, I think I could get behind that. Like, because it helps them not blend in. Although, I guess if they, I guess they would stick out more if they didn't transform. But, eh, whatever. Um, so, that that makes yeah. sense. And then I guess in Calm, <laughs> is, is... like, they're not actually in the world. They're in the memories of the world. Yeah. So, Sora also... Does not transform, so okay. Yeah, yeah, a thousand percent. But now I'm now I'm thinking back because this has got me thinking about Cage Two, and of course Atlantica has its own problems, but no org problems. And now I just now I just imagine the uh, the scoop episode of the organization, or the fact that they can't. They're, like Zigbar tries to jump in, and then he's like, "Well, I can't breathe. I can't hold my breath for more than like three minutes." So. I think this world's a bust, guys. Yeah. Because <laughs> they won't transform, you know. We're going by this black coat yeah. nonsense. So. Okay. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. Hilarious. Although Demix would just have a, a field day in, in Atlantica, a water musical world. Oh, he'd love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, a thousand percent. Uh, it would just suck that he's like he's like mid solo just jamming out and he opens his mouth and he's like and then has to like peace out or swim to the surface because his motherfucker forgot to breathe. Yeah, I bet there's I bet there's fan art of Atlantica <laughs> transformations for all the the org members. I'll have to look, look that up later. Mm. Um, but anyways, where were we? Ah, yes. Mission 55! Collect organization emblems and Wonderland. And that's that's it. That's that's all you do. You That's it. Emblems. He was number... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's Again, the org emblems ones are just... You have to kind of memorize the pattern if you care to get the big achievement. If you just care to get the other achievement to peace out. Fairly simple. There's just... The, the only thing I... The only note I have for this is that there's a million different sorcerers. So, I mean, obviously, like, we last, we talked about, like, the Arias, the Concertos, the Caprices, and just how many of them are, and hey, they're still around, and they're obviously very annoying, so, uh, you know, string them for the combo if you want to, but other than that, just uh, zippity-zoppity, and just, 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 just get the hell out of there. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And that ends another chapter of uh, Chunk of Days. So we have our yep. handy dandy time skip. We're done all the way to day 193, which, if my math is correct, we are officially over the halfway point. We're already woo, woo. halfway there. Halfway there. Halfway there. 
Oh <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think uh, it would have like maybe one in roughly halfway point. So yeah, we are we're over the dotted line. Yep. So that's exciting, but perhaps even more exciting. Look who's woken up from her beauty map. Map? Beauty nap. <laughs> beauty nap. It's Xion. She is back. And boy, does she have a horrible case of bedhead. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, it's hilarious because she um, Xion comes to luckily. But Roxas is like in her room. So she's like, I'm awake. And Roxas is like, ah, you startled me. You weren't supposed to wake up. Oh, yeah. Person lying in a coma. Yeah. Like, it's not like he, like, runs in. It's like, she owns awake. Right. He's already in there. And she's like, ah! Yeah, he had a very underwhelming reaction where at first he's surprised. But then I, I think he just says, good morning, she owns. And just period. And it's yep. like, oh. Isn't this what you've been looking forward <laughs> to for, like, over a month, <laughs> think you'd be a little more like Shion. By golly, <laughs> Riku, it's Riku. Yeah. Riku's here. No, exactly. no, 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 that. Yeah, but I mean, they have no emotions. Wink, wink. Mm -hmm. But they have a little moment where she sees this hey. little seashell pile, and then the shell. She holds it up to her ear and says, "Oh, it's like the ocean. You do care." Oh, yay, we're all happy now. And she is rearing to go. So she's ready to throw her hat in the ring to go on a mission. Yep. Even though everyone does the whole, oh, you should take it easy. You only just woke up. She's like, I've been sleeping for weeks. The last thing I want to do is rest more. So, mm -hmm. you know, she's not officially uh, on the docket, which, of course, they run to Syx. Um, and he says something like, oh, I don't have you pitted until next week, which I just love the idea of, like, Sykes having, like, this little shift, like, management sheet of, like, all <laughs> the members and, like, what their days off are and, like, where they're going to be when. And, like, okay, <laughs> if you can find someone to switch shifts, that's okay as long as you clear with me first. <laughs> yeah, there's, like, he's got, like, a, a small pair of spectacles. His His room is just, like bulletin boards with like pinned up schedules yeah. and then Luxor comes in and he's like boss I gotta take tomorrow yeah. off and he just like stares at me he's like you gotta be yeah. fucking kidding me right? Weeks weeks I've been planning this <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah she asked to join in on the mission uh, that Roxas and Axel were originally scheduled to team up on um, yep and for some reason Sykes is just like yeah whatever I don't care um, so she joins in. At first, first he's kind of like, has re blah, 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 resident. He's a little hesitant. And Axel's as usual, hey, come on already. Yeah. And he's like, whatever, like, what do I even care at this yeah. point? But yes, little... he does let them go about their very way. Yeah, so we get our first three up. Whoa. Woo we have two. Yeah. Count them. Two allies at once. Two? That's right. Hey. Two. Um, which I'm curious if this will happen again, and if it will happen with, you know, other combinations of org members. So, mm. keep an eye out for that. But, yeah. Yeah. We're ready to shove off. Uh, but first, you can get a range tech from Zaldan if you synthesize a perfect block panel. So, grab that. If you're so inclined. Yep. But, yeah. 
Mission 56. Uh, well, it's a good thing we have a whole other extra party member because it's double duty, baby. We have to fight mm -hmm. two giant heartless. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> so, yep. They show up in Twilight Town and they have their little friendly banter amongst each other um, where... Is this when when Axel drops the uh, the BF card, or is this, is that the after? This is after. It's okay. afterwards. Okay. This one is uh, this this one's pretty straightforward. It's just like I think this is the first the first three man mission I've been on. And rocks rocks Shion said basically that, and Axel's like, don't uh, he says like the Shion like, hey, don't overexert yourself. We we know what the hell you've been through. So like, just let us know. And we'll pick up the slack. Obviously. We're very able-bodied, and Shion's like, Right, boss! Right. So, mm -hmm. I'll just say, I mean, she's not going to act any different during gameplay. Um, so, she's... Yep. I don't know. Kind of useful? <laughs> it's hard to say. Shion's... Yeah, she's alright. I mean, she's... Uh, I haven't paid attention to see if her magic has changed recently. Right. But uh, for a while, she was useful because she had... A keyblade, so she could do a lot of course quarters. I mean, basically the combos that we can do uh, with Kingdom Key, or I guess with no weapon attached, however you prefer to say it. Uh, but she also has fire, she also has blizzard. I haven't noticed any more magic, but she definitely has those two, at the least. I'm not sure. My first thought is, does she copy Roxas's, like panels? Like, if you have access to fire, does she have access to fire? Oh. If you have access to arrow, does she have access to arrow? Interesting. Haven't noticed that, mm -hmm. but I haven't seen her at least use fire and blizzard to uh, pretty frequent degrees. Right. So, that much at the very least. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, she, she's alright. Yeah. So, we are fighting the Heat Saber, um, which, as the name suggests, is kind of a fiery enemy. And I just went in guns blazing, and I, like, spanned all my little <laughs> blizzards immediately, and none of them worked. <laughs> and I thought, oh, I guess because he's so hot, he's melting the blizzard, so... That's that's the exact opposite of the spell you want to use. Uh, but then I noticed in the little corners that damn barrier master, which we haven't seen in like a hundred like days. Yeah, like oh, I forgot that's a thing in this game. Because like yeah, like he's 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 giving you the double bird from behind the book. Pretty much, fuck yeah. You, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. <laughs> I did, I did kind of go and swing it, and I was like. What's Damn! Happening? I gotta get this, this shield. Huh, huh, huh. And then I saw a, my lock. My I didn't lock on, so my auto lock changed to something else. And I was like, "You gotta be kidding me, right?" And I see him just like mm -hmm. in the corner, like moving around. I'm like, "Ah, yep, yeah." They pull pull the wool over our eyes this time. So yeah, yeah the the heat the heat saber is the same as the the dual blade guy that I mentioned, except he's fire based. Gotcha. But yeah, he's got. He's got a barrier friend, so, uh, and, as always, barrier master, real chunky. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, I, the main challenge of this fight is taking out the barrier master whilst the heat saber is popping off his big attacks, um, which, yeah. yeah, I mean, I feel like if you're keeping him off camera, like, he's not gonna really snipe you so much, so as long as you're keeping your, your back toward him... Like some sort of Medusa creature, uh, he shouldn't hurt you mm -hmm. too much. And if he does, yeah. um, you know, 
pop off some heels because it's it's in the um the sand lot so it's a pretty big area so you can definitely retreat mm-hmm. do some healings if you need yeah exactly he's got the same maneuvers like he does like the ground pound the uh the tornado slash the the, the dash attack he's got a fireball uh or like he casts fire instead of using the, like that arrow snipe move but basically the same boss as before i'll bet with a with a blizzard weakness so exploit that as scene fit uh i do as much as the berry master is such a pain in the ass i do like i do kind of like the concept of it because i realized with this one and then when i went back and did the agrabah one i think maybe on a hollow mission or a challenge mission when you when you knock him down when he's like kind of when after a finisher he's just kind of stunned for like a few seconds um his barriers don't work so in theory like if you're attacking it and you know pick a god and pray your party members are either attacking it or the thing it's trying to protect it is a little efficient i know i noticed you can also attack the book and kick the book away um i feel like the easiest thing is just to keep just to keep hitting him and just get him just eliminate him from the field so you can just do what you want but i guess if you are having problems there you know there are different ways to go about it at least so i appreciate that but again the easiest thing is probably just to to kick his ass in and yeah it'll be all right yeah <laughs> and then after that yeah it's pretty much the same Woo! as the last uh sorty heartless so take him out same way yep. and then yeah we're one for one so uh why don't you take yourselves over to the other boss arena room because uh, it's the only place exactly that <laughs> the boss could be um god <laughs> It's it, 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 as soon as I spawned uh, in this mission, I was like, "Okay, I can go through the side street, or I'm directly in front of the sand lot." Yep. Hmm. Exactly. <laughs> if at least one of them is probably going to be in the sand lot, right? Yep. Lo and behold, and, and then yeah, um, from there you can all, you can see that the tram common is completely blocked off. Oh, uh, so okay. They there's only it. one exactly. Yeah, exactly. I looked up um, after the heat blade fight. Or a heat saber fight, and I was like, "Cool, can't go to the tram common. There's only one other area that can house a boss." And lo and behold, it is the uh, the the train station. So make your way up to Station Heights. Um, we do encounter the detonator, which is the fire version of the skater bomb, which is a bigger version of the minute bomb. Oh my! But uh, we've seen these we've seen these waves before. Um, these ones didn't explode as frequently as the skater bombs. So it's probably easier to deal with almost like just a big regular minute bomb so yeah that's a that's pretty much it to that yeah so once we get to the heights uh we fight the destroyer uh but not before oh no Shion's fainted oh it's all too much um so axel takes care of her and says roxas you got this um, but we also get a very quick little montage of some Sora memories from Kingdom Hearts 1, just as Shion is fainting. Yes. Uh, specifically, we see him talking to Kyrie, or rescuing Kyrie at the end of Hall of Bastion, when he gives up his heart for her, that old chestnut, mm-hmm. uh, and then them talking in Traverse Town. So, oh no, what's happening? Oh. Um... Not the case. She's out of commission, and then Axel uh, kind of rushes her out. So 
Roxas on his own. So it's you against the destroyer, uh, which is another surveillance spot. And it doesn't really do much. I mean, it's got a big death ray, which will hurt pretty bad. But it's also super yes. predictable and easy to dodge. So you also yes. get hit by it. Um, and you can also just take it out with some magic and just kind of snipe it from afar. Um, but yeah, not, not not nothing too crazy here. Uh, it does spawn little minute bombs, but if you just keep it in the air and keep whacking it, uh, the little guy shouldn't give you too much trouble on the ground. But, um, yeah. yeah. That's the destroyer for you. More like the destroyed. Am I right? <laughs> but yes. Um, it's, it's just like the Guardian, which is like, I think the first real boss we fought in Dave. Yes. So yeah, I have flashbacks to that bad boy. Way back but, when. Yeah. Sim- simplistic attacks. So again, pretty straightforward. Yes. Fight. Yeah, so that's that. Uh, we cut back to the castle, what never was. And Axel and Sykes are having a little standoff of theirs, a little lover's tiff. Um, and <laughs> Sykes plays the guilt card where he's like, you've changed ever since you got back from Castle Oblivion. Like, you're just not the nobody I knew. Uh, then, he, <laughs> then he digs the knife in even deeper and says, or asks him, have you forgotten the past? <gasps> Ooh backstory um Mm -hmm. which is intriguing given what we know uh from future titles what sykes and axel are all about so i'm curious how much is packed into that question um but for now we can assume okay these two have some sort of history clearly and sykes is Mm mm-hmm uh, yeah, questioning where Axe's loyalties are, because, bro, dance, dance with the one who brought you, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at this, uh, knowing what we know now, seeing this, I do have much more appreciation for yeah. it, so yeah. I, can def- I can definitely say that much. Yeah. Mm. it's intriguing, but, yeah, it's like basically saying, we're through, don't ever want to see your face again, <laughs> come and get your stuff out of my room, I don't want to see you anymore. <laughs> Um, but yeah, we cut back to Shion's room where she's resting and Axel and Roxas are practicing their bedside manner. Uh, and Roxas is surprised that Axel has showed up because he quote, doesn't like complications. Um, Uh and that's when Axel, uh, lays down all his cards. He said, listen, you guys, why do you think? We get ice cream together every day. Why do you think I would come here? Why do you think I'm always hanging out with you guys? It's because I care. I'm not this bad boy persona that I let on. I have feelings. Even though I don't, because I'm a nobody. But there's something in here. I can't quite explain it. Um, And then he makes it Facebook official. And he says, you guys are my best friends. Okay. Yep, I mean, basically, yeah. Yeah, truly truly lays his uh, lack of a heart on the table right. for for them to gawk at. Um, but yeah, no, 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 I mean, it's it's, uh, it's coming to the realization that they are, especially after the 
recent talk with Syax literally five minutes yeah. ago um, about he's over. He's over. I mean, and, and also at the top of the episode, when we kind of talked about the end of last episode and how Syax is like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> um, he truly commits to. Did we just become best friends? Yes, no. absolutely. We've always been best friends. <laughs> yep. Thus, a trio was born. Uh, except Xion's mm-hmm. still kind of bedridden, so. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. She's like, <laughs> it hurts. I, I, was, I was conscious enough to hear that, to hear that, Axel. Thanks for, uh, <laughs> thanks for saying that. Yep. So, cheers to the new best friends. Uh, but meanwhile, Woo! we cut to very familiar looking white room and we see a nominee yep. doing a coloring and oh yeah i forgot she's in this game <laughs> <laughs> we're starting we're starting to get the more sprinkles of nominee yeah so <laughs> let's see yeah but this was like this what this was a reminder of uh things that are to come yeah we see her like the little tease with her and ansem Way back uh, in day 95, um, so oh, wow. almost a full yeah. 100 days later. Oh, yeah, by the way, nominee's here, so, okay. <laughs> okay, yeah, 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 that's right, because it's towards when Roxas wakes up. Yep. Again, so, yeah, that, che- that, uh, that doth check out. Yeah, so she's drawing All a right. little Sheon, which would imply that memory shenanigans are happening. And Nominee's mm-hmm. kind of affecting it, or at least she's aware that it's happening. Um, so I'm sure we will uncover the mystery there. But for now, it's just okay. a little hint of a tease. Um, and then we got a reward screen where we get Thundara. Whoa! Which I should probably hey. equip, because I didn't even notice we had that. Um, and then... <laughs> it's... Yeah. Is it, it um, different than Thunder, th- like Cure is? Yes. Yeah, 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 exactly. I've, so I've noticed this, uh, now that we're into our... <coughs> sorry. Now that we're more into our second stages of magic, I've been messing around, seeing what's good and what's bad. Honestly, I prefer a lot of our first level magic compared to the second yeah. level of magic. Like, Fyra, Fyra tracks, but it doesn't change vertically it'll just travel on the same horizontal plane uh-huh. so it's more of a it's more of a gunshot more of a line attack blizzara puts a little like almost ice mine where you are or like directly in front of you right but it also blows up like after five seconds so not fantastic thundara has i think a, a better practicality i do prefer the line attack of thunder but it's a good crowd control it's more like kh1 traditional sora thunder of like, here's a bunch of thunder around me, and it's gonna it goes on for like a good four to five seconds. So uh, any enemy will just get kind of get caught up and just keep getting hit stunned, which is which is truly nice. Uh, we talked about Kira last time; cause it's more of a region, and then yeah, Aurora is more of a, like a slow curved bullet as opposed to the arrow shot that we have right now. So mm. they're all different, um, which makes me truly appreciate that you can. Just pick whatever magic you do want and commit to it, because we have double cast, we have triple cast, we have things that let us upgrade our magic to, not upgrade it to another level, but give it more oomph with the, uh, you know, magic two and magic level threes. So, 
appreciate it because I've been truly mostly sticking to the first level magic aside from uh, Thundara at this point. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. Um, Have it your way. Yeah, exactly. We also get a level doubler, uh, which is really awkwardly shaped, so I haven't used it yet. Um, <laughs> but it's there if yeah, you want to go this... crazy. Because mm-hmm. at, at this point, at least, at least naturally, we have one level doubler, that's five, and then this is the second level six mm-hmm. one. Or six with six links. So right. you can now... Yeah, you can now slot more, or you can get more bang for your buck if you want to uh, do the level build. So, yeah, I think this is the point where I decided to save my existing deck, oh, wipe it, and it. start start new, okay. so I can see what, what I can kind of can and can't fit everywhere. So, yeah, um, you know, I started messing around with different, just like, I was, I was still using like some potions, things I wasn't really using whatsoever, so... It was uh, just rework from the ground up. It, did, it took normally like, like five ten minutes, but a, a new fresh perspective, especially with you know the existing panels that we have right now. So gotcha. Uh, highly recommend it. Yeah. Alrighty, moving on today at one ninety four, uh, like it should be. Uh, you'll get a bronze from Shion, gray area, and if you talk to Zaldin, Mockbush fifty nine uh, for defeating thirty enemies uh, with limit breaks. Which, oh, that, that should be Zigbar. Oh Sorry. no! But yeah, it, it it it's Ziggy. Yeah. R.I.P. Um, also, uh, you are a thousand percent valid if you do not care to do this because I wanted to pull my hair oh, no. out getting this mission requirement. So it doesn't sound too bad, you know. Oh, get the finishing blow using limit break on thirty enemies. Not too bad, right? It does not count any previous limit break kills before this oh, day. Oh, what the hell? <laughs> That's stupid. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. I uh, I did I did truly torture myself, but but yes. Uh, yeah. <sighs> it, it did. It at least unlocked a very interesting mission. Hmm. But then the, I I wasn't too sold on it once I actually did it. But nonetheless. Um, I mean, for those looking for a little bit of advice, I just, I kept bugging around with different missions to see where's a mission I can go in at a super low level, get my ass kicked, activate limit break, and just start mowing down things, Mm -hmm. like, left and right. Um, I eventually settled on mission 30, which is one of the fire plant ones in Agrabah with uh, with Shion. So yeah, I just let the first fire plant kind of take me down a bit, maybe give me a little ignite, go through the limit break, and just kind of take out, like, the the full, like, there's, like, three fire plants and, like, a few loud mouths. Um, you can, you if you lose, because you are going to be kind of, like, skidding around low health, uh, if you abort the mission, like, if you withdraw manually, or you die, like, because it's a challenge mode, so there's no, we don't get any of the continue shenanigans we do when we're playing, like, the current mission. Uh, it still counts, so go buck wild, go crazy. But yeah, it was uh, a hell of a time. Uh, I also initially had a lot of trouble because Shion kept healing me, and I said I should find a way to fix that. So mm. I did the configuration, and like, so I, I said, so she didn't attack, or you know, your partner doesn't attack, your partner doesn't use any support stuff. Uh, and then after I got to the limit re- like kill requirement, forgot to turn that back on for about two missions. So mm. uh, I regretted it now, but 
yeah, mission 50, we'll get to fish, mission 59 in a bit, but uh, I would say pretty skippable. I don't remember any worthwhile new or even new rewards, so um, this is definitely one that you are a thousand percent valid in not caring for. Gotcha. <sighs> so, moving on to mission 57. Where we will eliminate the commanders in Wonderland Luxord. Uh, we're dropped into the classic rabbit hole, and the white rabbit doing his whole shtick. I'm late, she's gonna kill me. Oh my god, these are not hospitable working conditions. Um, which, didn't we literally already have this cutscene last time we were here? Like, we why did. Yep. is. Why is the White Rabbit always running from this spot, which has no entrance, <laughs> like, aside from falling down? Like, does he do that, does he do that every time? <laughs> is that his commute? It's the rabbit hole. Yeah, his work commute is horrible. <laughs> oh. I always thought that was Man's just, like, got no... he, like, on, like, a really sticky situation that was, like, holding him up. And then he was, like, doing a whole bunch of catching up way back in KH1. But no, this has happened... This is like a, a recurring thing for him. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's just his bit. Yeah, he's constantly he's he's constantly missing his train, unfortunately. So, so it do be like that. And it, it is funny because uh, the first time or the first time we paired up with Luxord, we had the same of like, "Hey Luxord, there's a rabbit." And he's like, "Cool, I don't believe you, kid." Mm-hmm. And, and then he literally he's like, "Eurocus basically says, see, see, I wasn't lying <laughs> to his face." Yeah. Um. So, Luxor is all, hmm, he probably shouldn't pursue it. He says, well, there's literally nowhere else to go, so I guess we should pursue it. <laughs> it was, it, at first, it, it definitely, I mean, Luxor is kind of a, he's kind of a very loose, like, whimsical vibe. Of, you know, it's all about fates Ooh, and the cars and Exactly, yes. So, it, it, I did take it very seriously, like, like I had flashbacks to the first two days where we're literally being like we're being handheld by the other org members. He's like, Roxas, perhaps you don't go chasing that rabbit. Well, then again, maybe it'll lead us to something fruitful. And I was like, mm-hmm. big fucking lane. But also, it it, it is it is Luxor at its finest, but for better and for worse. So, yeah, here we go. And also, yeah, to your it's very funny because. Uh, we're one, we're doing the, oh no, no, I'm very late again, but also this time, it, we don't go through, or the rabbit doesn't go through the doorknob, he apparently takes the express lane, and goes through the already open entrance behind the bed. Right. <laughs> so, I have truly no sense in uh, what leads to what anymore, but th- then again, that is... Unfortunately, perfect for Wonderland. Whoa, everything is topsy turvy. So, mm-hmm. yeah, chase after that rabbit. You'll end up at the Queen's Castle, and she says that, oh, they're hunting for that mischievous trio. Uh, which mischievous trio? That sounds familiar. Uh, it turns out they're also looking for the same heartless we are for some reason. Um, <laughs> but. Yeah, she kind of hints, oh, they're in the maze or whatever. Uh, so if you go into the previous room, yep. we now have a new path open, which leads us to a brand new room. Oh, my God. Look at that. 
It's Whoop. it's Wonderland like you've never seen it before, just like Neverland. Um, Dreams really do come true. Yep, and it's a quote-unquote maze, which is to say it's just a linear path with like one spot where you branch out and then it comes back together immediately. So, yep, not not very intricate, intricate. But uh, it's basically the Ocarina of Time stealth section in the castle where, oh no, the cards are looking around and you gotta weave in and out of their, their sight cones. Um, yep. So, we all know this, but for some reason, Luxord feels the name to game explain it. <laughs> and he, like, <laughs> makes this ridiculous extended metaphor of, like, oh, when your chances are are down when their perception is increased. Uh, perhaps it's best to uh, fold, but when you see the moment to act, you must take your destiny in hand and play and go forward. And it's like, meanwhile, Roxas is already halfway through the maze. <laughs> like, bro, we've been to Beast Castle. We know exactly how this plays. Like, can you just shut up? Like, the car's asleep right now. Let's just go. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it is uh, it is more stealth section and uh, luckily the cutscene shows us what, what the difference is so I, I found this a little more digestible than going back to be oh, castle sure. a million times and having to yeah yeah so the cards so at least the red cards uh, which are, is the majority of ones here have a stagnant position they're stationary um, they'll their sight will be available then they'll kind of lean back and yawn and they're uh, they're their cone of sight will go away. That's your cue to Blue Skidoo. We can through all of them and, yeah, yeah, get through them. There's one section where there's, like, two black cards kind of going in a circle. So, other than, like, sticking behind one of them, that one's also, like, incredibly easy. And, yeah, there's just certain parts of the maze where uh, the imaginary walls come up, a commander pops up, you beat it up, bada-bing, bada-boom. They are... Just big, uh, big soldiers. So yeah, pretty easy. Really easy to take on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And if you do happen to get caught by the cards, it is very much just a little slap on the wrist. Where they're like, oh, please, please exit. <laughs> you shouldn't be here. We're searching yeah. for some scoundrels. It's like, okay, we totally won't come back. <laughs> yeah, I only got uh, caught by the second red card. And he sends you back to, like, literally the hallway right before you see him. Yeah, it's so. pretty silly. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's it's very forgiving. I was like, oh, I was going to send it back to the oh, beginning. I'm going to want to skin myself. And, oh, no, that's yeah. that's actually quite a, a, a little forgiving. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm not um, complaining. They're, exactly. It's like, why bother? Yeah, they're fairly <laughs> simple. The, the only true pain in the butt is probably the two red cards at the end, because they're lines of or cones of sight overlap so you have to wait for right. one to yawn get into his where you know where he should be looking wait for the other one and kind of sprint between them that's probably the one complicated part of that just kind of go ham be at the commanders yeah. um i think it's the sar uh, yeah we could we, we I've, we've been joking on sergeants because they're basically like popping up left and right now but the the commander um I think he really has just all the soldier's base moves. So he has the big overhead kick, he's got the spinny spins, he's got the fury swipes. Uh, but also the same weakness. So if you, if you see him 
spin into wind like a Beyblade, you block him, he gets knocked flat on his ass, and uh, I forget if I was using a magic keyblade at this point, but I would just like unleash like blizzard fire like once or twice each, and that was that was the end of that. So yep. So yeah. After we take them out, Roxas once again has this whole crisis of uh, helping the denizens of the world, where um, he realizes, oh, that's the same trio that the cards were after, but what are they gonna look mm-hmm. for now that we took them out? And he's, like, worried that they'll waste their time, I guess? <laughs> and Luxor <laughs> basically says, yeah, whatever. Screw them. We did our mission. Let's get the hell out of here. Um, so yeah. that's pretty much that. Oh, no. What a what a horrible moral dilemma we're in. <laughs> but we're out of Yeah. Uh, fairly simple. But, yeah. yeah. And then when we get back home, Shion's feeling good again. Yay. I think she's doing some missions at this point. I think either yep. she has a hard mission or Roxas does, but she says something like, oh, my mission was so easy today. And basically just after work chatting. So she's back to her whole routine again. So isn't that just Yeah, great? she's a... Exactly. Yeah, no, a thousand percent. She's like, oh, I had an easy mission, which... If Saix were an understanding human being, which he is not, would have given her an easy mission anyway, because she's basically kind of dying right. a little bit. So, other than that, it's uh, mostly straightforward, except for a uh, single book our, uh, our friend Axel comes across. Yeah. And you'll have to remind me about this cutscene, because I forget where it takes place. But I believe it's somewhere in the castle that never was. I was about to say Castle Oblivion, but I... I, th- I think it's the Org Castle, but I'm not sure exactly. Yeah, I don't know either. It's like a very close, close-up shot of just like a bookshelf. And yeah, it's not super clear where it's taking place. I also just assume, you know, somewhere in the castle that never was. Uh, but mm-hmm. who knows? But yeah, pulls out that there book while he's snooping around. And <laughs> it's very clearly and plainly says in giant letters... Uh, <laughs> the truth about nominate <laughs> by Texan. Yeah, like it's pretty on the nose. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I had a, like an internal conflict with myself about would Vexen be one to because Vexen kind. Of, I mean, he's he is an academic, but he does have a flair for the dramatic. So would he call this very important journal the truth about nominate? Mm. Or not. You think it would just be, you know, nominee, like file 36. <laughs> but no, it's mm. like, yeah, written as some sort of like thriller novel for some reason. Um, but yeah, again, just a quick little tease because we don't, we don't get to see what's inside the book. But, oh, yep. intrigue is happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So on to day at 195. Uh, eliminate the Artful Flyers and Neverland, which is pretty straightforward as mission, but boy howdy, does it have a lot of cutscenes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, at the start <laughs> and at the end. So, uh, Rox is teamed up with Axel. Yay! And he gets to bring him to the world where Woo-hoo! you can fly. Oh! But, uh, Roxas. Just show off, and of course he can't do it. So Axel says, "Yeah, sure." 
yeah, you can fly all right. Uh, <laughs> but there's no real buildup because basically Tinkerbell shows up immediately. And then... Yep. <laughs> insert your uh, drug abuse joke here. Rux is like, Tinkerbell, come on, gotta give me more stuff, man. Just give me another hit. <laughs> I promise I'm good for it. <laughs> and she's a little stubborn at first because obviously Roxas you just abandoned her at the altar yeah he didn't really hold up his end of the deal yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah so she does reluctantly dust him as he flies uh, it, it, it's a very uh, do, you, do you believe moment because Axel's like yeah, right, this is just a hoax, right? Like, someone's gonna... So there's secretly somebody below me who's gonna be, like, wearing hover shoes and pushing me along. <laughs> He's like, no. I just gotta believe. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, my man, Mans does believe, and he does... They're he does get the flying. ability to fly. <laughs> but, uh, oh, also as well... Hook is still here and doing the same it's, thing from earlier. Pretty much the same cutscene. Yeah. <laughs> yep. He he get uh, this time. I think the heartless like shows up like as the chest is being opened. He's like, God, frack, damn it! I swear to God. Uh, he gets his weird dark aura. Him and Smee just say, "We're gonna go back to the boat and we're gonna nuke this island." Uh, yeah. So, cue cue the cannonballs that rain down for the rest of the mission. They're, they they kind of sting when they hit, but they're not too horrible. But I, I can imagine being at low health and then just being caught by a stray cannonball and feeling like you got done dirty. Yeah, it was like hard to tell, like, wait, did I just get hit by an enemy or a cannonball? I feel like most times it's just a <laughs> random cannonball. Um, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't hurt that the, it doesn't hurt, doesn't help that uh, they, uh, they're fire-based, so they will ignite upon hit sometimes, so... Truly, just kind of suck. But uh, luckily, they're kind of. Uh, I was not say they're few and far between. They're actually pretty frequent. But uh, as long as you keep moving, I feel like you'll kind of dodge them naturally. Yeah, pretty much. They're pretty yeah. easy to avoid if you're not in the thick of combat. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, we're looking for the artful flyers. Uh, so there's three of them spread out. There's one. Yep. At the bottom of the rock that you start off on, uh, to the southern end, I should say, uh, there's one on the rock that's uh, the most west, and then there's one that's on the rock that's the most southeast. Um, so, bada bing, go bada check boom. them out, and once you dig up the holes, they shall appear, and they're just like yep. the other flying baddie. Um, just knock them out, and that is that. And then yep, they're pretty mostly straightforward. Yeah, and then once again we say screw you, Tink. Thanks for the pixie dust, idiot. And we <laughs> nope out again. Yay! Yeah, there's another similar uh, conundrum. Rox is like, well, we gotta go help out with the ship, right? And uh, or this is at this is at the start of the mission, so it's after the the cutscene where we can fly, and it's uh, Raxel being like, Roxas, you're gonna get yourself killed if you go toward the ship that is spewing cannonballs like it's no tomorrow, but maybe another time. <laughs> right. So, they um, they leave, and there's a little close-up of one of the treasure holes, um, which, like, looks like there's, like, like a, a doll or something in it. It was really weird. I'm Honestly, I don't know what's going on with this whole treasure thing. It's, like, confusing because it's reminding me of the treasure plot and Birth by Sleep. 
Um, I don't know if they're like connected. That would certainly be weird, but clearly there's something important with this treasure. Because uh, then we get, oh no, a quick shot of Pete. He's back. Him. Nobody wanted him, but he's here. <laughs> so once again, I haven't seen him in like half a year. But yeah, he's yep. He's up I think to no good. this might this might even be earlier. I think the Pete mission might have been the second to last, or perhaps even the last mission before Roxas went into the big sleep. TM it was so, yeah, it's day been... seventy five. Okay, again, like a hundred plus days. Damn. Uh, yeah. So yeah, it's, uh, it's weird how I don't know. There's just a lot of uh, cream filling in this Oreo sandwich of a game. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's I don't know. Like, why again? Why is Pete even here if he's barely going to show up? Um, but mm. we'll see more of him in the future. At some point, yep, I'm sure. But for now, it's, it's, oh, again, yeah. it's just a little tease. Because uh, we're done so. So, yeah, on. Yeah, he does make a, a small reference to... Uh, it looks like he's leading Hook along with this, this weird treasure map uh, bit. Uh. So, we'll be curious to where uh, that ends. Oh, yeah, it, it's kind of implied that, like... Yeah, he's trying to do the thing where he's going to turn Hook into a Heartless so he can, like, get his nobody or whatever. Or so he can get the Heartless. Um, get the Heartless, yeah. So, yeah, we'll, we'll see how this thrilling plot unfolds. Um, but meanwhile, uh, if you went through the torture of taking out the Heartless with the limits, uh, you have unlocked Mission 59, Collect the Shining Shards. So, once again, I did not do that, but... Uh, what is this here mission all about? Was it worth it? So, hey, uh, again, I don't remember what the rewards are. This one truly broke me a little bit. I would still, I mean, if you want to get your completion, go ahead. If not, like how we mentioned, uh, maybe either last episode or maybe in episode 64, uh, once you've beaten the game, you will unlock any mission you did not get via doing an unlock requirement. You will now have access to is a hollow mission. So, you do them now, do them later, totally up to you. So this one, uh, at least it's a new it's a new item requirement, or not a new, new item requirement, a new mission objective thus far. It is collect shining shards. So, obviously, they're an item drop. So you would think, like, oh, there's, like, a set amount of heartless. So, that, well, I guess my official thought was there's a set amount of heartless. I need to get these shards, or I'm screwed. Maybe I have to withdraw, basically. Um, not really, yes and no. So, uh, you spawn on the side street outside the usual spot. There are way too many poison plants for my liking in this mission, and at some point, uh, I realized that I'm doing very minimal damage, so I kind of withdrew, uh, specked into fire, and then went in truly guns a-blazing. Um, uh, in its most simplistic form, there are... You just need to collect three Shining Shards, which you can do by going to the Tram Common. Uh, there's a Tail Bunker flying around, so take care of him. It's usually pretty simple. But yeah, uh, take out the three Guardians, which we kind of uh, mentioned earlier. Um, or at least reference to when we talked about the Destroyer fight. Uh, their drop rate for Shining Shards is 100%. So you take out three, you'll hit your mission objective. Uh, and then there's a fourth hidden one if you do want to go for the a bonus objective. 
but I guess my my mild disappointment came from oh well the game gives you three enemies that have a hundred percent drop rate for the item you're looking for. Okay, I can see that. So you're not screwed into having to withdraw and lose. I mean, you won't lose like your hearts and your money, but you know you're wasting your time essentially, like making in like making a mission that is bound to fail. But also, none of the other Heartless have a chance to drop Shining Shard, so I think I went in with a very different mentality than what was actually provided, so I felt a little a little, uh, a little snuffed, but uh, I can't knock the game for being, here's what you have to beat up, there's no way to lose this unless you lose, you know, you lose your health, basically. So, yeah. Um, getting the Shining Shards, I think, is a, at least a decent, like, synthesis boost for those that are like me and kind of keep going back to the workshop. Other than that, uh, I, again, fairly skippable, and the requirement to unlock it can go fuck off. <laughs> All right, noted. So we have one more mission, and this here Blocko Days, uh, and super straightforward. Eliminate the avalanche in Neverland. So it's basically like when we took out the wave crest, um, and yep. just kind of hanging out. And you can see it on the map, so just go right for it. And then, if you mm-hmm. packed a lot of fires, you can take it out in no time flat. So yes! Oh, so useful. Yeah. Highly recommend. No kidding. Um, so, that's pretty much it. Uh, it's got little turquoise marches, and it's posse, so they might be a little annoying. Um, but yeah, again, yep. magic is your friend for any sort of flying fight. Uh, especially if your enemy mm-hmm. has a particular weakness. So, yeah, this one's pretty straightforward, and mm-hmm. thankfully, no cutscenes this time. <sighs> yep, very in and out. I'll take yeah. it. So, with that being said, we have a, another time jump all the way today to 24. Anomaly. Ooh, anomaly, anomaly. No, 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 it's... It's the, ah, you made the joke before I ah, could do it. God dang it. Stole your thunder. So. But yeah. Yeah. So we get some chunky story bits in our podcast soup. Um, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we get one of the few and far between FMVs with fully voiced dialogue. Ooh. Um, yep. So it's. Um. Cuts to the pod room, presumably at this point, in the mansion basement, um, where Sora's sleeping. I would think so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because, yeah, yeah, we saw Nomine and Diz outside the mansion. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Two of them are monitoring and notice, hmm, this loading bar has been stuck at 80% for the past three weeks. Uh, what the hell's going on here, Nomine? <laughs> <laughs> and she says a nobody is interfering with Sora's memory which uh bold <laughs> assumption but okay let's let's go with it and this is basically like yeah whatever let's just forget those memories uh it's basically like that episode of Jimmy Neutron where Jimmy and Cindy switch their minds and then they have to manually switch all the memories <laughs> back and forth and at the very end they delete yep. this really complicated memory which 
may have been the secret to them like hating each other and then from then on they start to develop a little relationship or whatever that's for my Jimmy Neutron podcast um all this to say <laughs> Nominee is very much hung up on it she says well what if these memories are like you know the most important ones ever and he needs these to wake up and just says eh he's got plenty of memories just put them in the recycling bin um let <laughs> 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 the garbage smells will go for a bit yeah um so She's all tripped up about it, um, but she says, um, if she holds on to them, Sora may never... Oh! So, she, of course, being Shion at this point. Shion! Yeah. And, yeah, she's basically saying that Shion has snagged Sora's memory somehow, which... We could pretty much infer that from, you know, the cutscenes we see whenever she's, like, fainting... Um, so she's got mm -hmm. some Sora memories mixed up in her DNA, too, it seems. Yes! So, that's the thing. Oh, no! Um, so they're all a tiff about it, but there are no solutions. They just kind of decide to wait and see what happens. Um, but yeah, at this point, it's pretty clear Shion also has a connection with Sora, uh, much like Roxas, mm -hmm. so... Mm. And also, yeah, interesting how Nominee, I don't know, like, is able to tell that it's Shion specifically that's, like, causing this interference, and she refers to her as she, not, you know, thing or creature or they, like, she, I don't know, you can kind of infer that she's... Seeing Shion as Shion is to the likes of Roxas and Axel. Uh, so that's mm, also true. Well, yeah, because we saw her drawing Shion earlier. So, Oh, yeah, so she knows exactly what Shion like, looks like. Yes, Damn. so that is interesting because for most people, Shion appears as a blank hooded figure. So, yes. Plot, it's happening. But. <laughs> Let's not get too full on that plot, uh, because we have an Olympus Coliseum mission. Oh boy! <laughs> mm -hmm. So uh, we're teaming up with Demix, and if you talk to him before the mission, he'll give you a dark ingot. Uh, if you find all the mission or the Heartless in Mission Fifty Two, as you so subtly hinted to earlier. Um, so, yay! Synthesis. Yes, dude. Do the thing. You get a dark ingot. Ingot. Uh, I was gonna correct myself, but I already said it right. Dark ingot. Yeah, it's something that starts. It's starting to pop up in synthesis, so it's pretty easy to get. So hey, go ahead and do it. Or if you already did it, look at you. But yeah, uh, pretty straightforward. Yes. Speaking of Demix, <laughs> what do we got coming up? Yep. So we're back in the Olympus Coliseum with the mission: vanquish the heartless threat. Uh, which is just vague enough to work. Um, so, we get a little intro cutscene, the same old bullshit, Mix is all, I don't wanna work, I always get stuck with you, and they put me on the hard jobs, yeah! And Ruff's is like, well, if we team up, we could actually get this done, blah! And then Mix is like, or no, Roxas suggests, let's split up and we'll get more done that way. And then Nook says, no, no, I'm not going to do anything. Has he met Demix before? Yeah. Why? Why, sir? Yeah, so... Why are you doing this again? Yeah, it's basically the same exact cutscene as the last time they were here. Because then, immediately after you split up, 
Mick starts fighting Heartless for some reason. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then you yep. can just beeline it into the lobby. There's some treasure chests you can pick up. Um, and then, yeah, we've, we've made it big time because we're finally allowed in the games. It's the games! Yay! So, we're entering solo. Um, but that's just fine. So... Yeah, it's just like the Kingdom Hearts 1 preliminaries, where we've got a few rounds of some Heartless Waves. Um, and yep. yeah, they're all pretty straightforward. So round 1's just some Shadows and Soldiers. Round two's a mm -hmm. few Hover Ghosts. Round three has got some Striped Arias and a nice Cannon. Uh, then round four mm -hmm. is the big one, or the semi-big one, I should say, uh, where you fight yeah. the Tail Bunker. Um, and... What's interesting is the field changes in between rounds, so the platforms yes. raise and the terrain changes a little bit. Um, so in the tail bunker fight, uh, there's like a it's kind of like a king of the hill situation where there's like a barrel at the top and you jump up to it and you can mm -hmm. whack the barrel into the tail bunker for maximum damage and then it'll crash land and then you can hit it some more. Um, and then rinse repeat as the barrel respawns at the top. Then you do some platforming to get back to it. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah, all pretty straightforward. But um, I would say be a little conservative with your magic because this is a bit of a marathon here. Not a sprint. Yeah, it's a long land. <laughs> um, and then we get one final round where we're up against the mystery finalist. Ooh, and oh my god, it's Zigbar. Whoa! What? It's not the Heartless. Yeah, yeah so that's kind of cool. And, you know, doing the whole thing where, like, occasionally in the Coliseum <laughs> fights, <laughs> you'd fight against <laughs> some OG <laughs> characters. Um, yeah. And yeah, he's basically trolling Roxas and saying, ah, I'm just here to test you out. Ah. And Rox can't tell if he's kidding or not. And then, yep. right before the fight starts, he says something like, let's put on a good show. So I'm also not sure if he's, like, actually trying to fight Roxas or not. But, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, so, Zigbar. Uh, it's basically a story fight where he's not super hard. Um, he just kind of shoots at you, and then he'll teleport around. Um, so, I don't know. I just kind of rushed in and... Hit him a bunch, um, and then, I don't know, if you get him down, like, if you take out, like, a bar of health, or maybe even less, the fight just automatically ends, uh, because... Yeah, it's, it's about a bar, yeah, he's, if he's got three and a half, you take him on two and a yeah. half. Yeah. And then the, the, the trigger happens, but he's pretty, I wouldn't say he's pretty easy, but I, I, I think his fights and... We'll see if this pops up later. It's at least very interesting, so if you rush him... He just runs away from you, and it's hard to keep up unless you like glide to him. So, like, like the AI will just run away until it gets distance, and it's also hard to kind of keep up with him. So, like I right. just said, obviously, uh, yeah. So you just kind of want to stop, give him some space, probably shoot you a little bit. Like it's uh, it's not truly set in stone what he does. He kind of he truly has them mix-ups. So, uh, for this you know very tiny fight, I was at least intrigued by the the behavior of the enemy. So I'll be uh. Curious if and if and or this pops up again, but like you said, after a certain point, we give him the old stare down, and then a familiar, another familiar face uh, comes waltzing in. Yeah, 
Um, <laughs> so, much like how Cerberus interrupted the games in Cage 1, uh, the guard armor decides, hold my drink, uh, I'm going in, kids. So, <laughs> it crashes the match, and this is, like, the big final, um, outing. Um, yep. And Phil decides to freak out, he's like, oh my god, ah, I gotta call Hercules in case of emergency break glass. <laughs> Um, and it's like, bro, it's just a guard armor. Calm down. Um, but Zigbar decides, hey, you got this kid. And then he just kind of disappears. So it's mono. Just literally fucks off. Mono. Um, and yeah, it's guard armor, but it's quite a bit different than in KH1. Um, yeah. I don't really care for it in this version, but. I mean, it's, it's, it's harder. It's, he's fairly simple. Or at least the, stra- the strategy and the concept are pretty simple in KH1. And yeah, just KH1, basically. Yeah. But yeah, this one is a little harder, a little more annoying if I get dragged on. Uh, yeah, it is very quite a, a little bit tedious more. because you cannot take out the body parts individually. You have mm. to target the head first. <laughs> so it's got yep. this like stupid swipey attack where it runs forward and does little hitty hits with its hands so just bait that yeah. out and then when it's done you can attack the head and maybe get off like three combos and then it'll move on to like its next phase where it drops its head and pulls a velma my glasses and looks around for it oh where's my head <laughs> and you can hit the head some more yeah. mm-hmm. um and it's it's awkward because like it, like, you can't just hit the head willy-nilly. Like, there's, like, it kind of, like, deflects you if you, like, hit, like, a different part of its body, yep. which is very annoying considering how drawn out the fight is. Like, just let me hit you. <laughs> you don't need this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was a little annoying. I couldn't tell if the deflection was coming from, like, the right. arms or the torso or just, like, was it any other body part? But yeah, like sometimes, and I was using the, again, I keep forgetting the Keyblade names proper, I just go by like their panel yeah. names. I was using the, the Nimble Gears, the one that's super good in the air, and I was like, I got yeah. this. And then it was kind of a 50-50 if my first attack of the combo, which let me do the rest of the combo, was deflected or not based on the, you know, layout and well, where I was to the guard armor. Mm-hmm. So... A little annoying sometimes when I kept going like chink 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 and I'm like, oh, come on, dude, yeah. like just 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 let me hit you. Yeah. So yeah, a little more annoying than uh, than need to be. The compared these again compared to original guard armor, which I think is a pretty standard and nice boss fight of just you kind of pick your yeah. poison. Do you take out the torso? Do you cut off the limbs first? What's the, it lets you have it your way. Yeah, so, here it's like segmented. Yeah, this, like this you can't even much... lock onto them. Mm-hmm. Like if you try to alternate the target, like it doesn't do anything. It just stays yeah. on the head. So yeah, the only th- yeah the only time you get to attack the limbs is like I mentioned after it's stunned and picks up its helmet or its head. Uh, it'll go into an animation where the torso is uh, alone, and then the hands and the feet will break off separately. And do their traditional, if you, again, if you play KH1, you've seen this before. The feet stompy stompy, the hands do it kind of a tornado spin. Mm-hmm. So yeah, now there's your cue to take them out. But make sure you're pretty good at it, because if uh, after about, uh, I would say like around 10-15 seconds, maybe half a minute, 
uh, guard armor will reassemble, and if if one limb is there but the other limb uh, has been eliminated, it will just regenerate the other limb. So just take out the uh, limbs in the pairs that they are. So don't take out a hand and a foot. Go for two feet. Go for the two hands. Make sure they stay out of the game. Right. Uh, and you'll probably eliminate it to, again, just a face. Or, you know, just the torso, which is incredibly easy to dodge. Like, yes. Uh, yeah. Again, going back to KH1, it, when it does the Beyblade spin, like, it actually, like, pew, 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 like, actually goes around, like, semi-quickly. So it's hard to actually guard if you're not locked on. This one is, like, a fifth of the speed. So he's like, I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. Mm-hmm. Uh, nope, you sidestepped. Cool. I'll be back in 20 minutes. I'm going to get you. Right. So. Yeah, it's yep. just unnecessarily drawn out. Because then, yeah, like it's not like once the limbs split off, they stay split off. Eventually, they return... But then you can't hit them again. You have to, like, repeat the whole cycle. Okay, now I attack the head. Yeah. Then it splits off. Or no, then it has the very long and drawn-out animation where it drops the head. And then the animation where it splits off. And then I can attack the limbs again. And then it returns. And then there's the final phase where it's just the torso. And it's just really annoying. And, yeah, Mm -hmm. it's like a perfect encapsulation of 358 Days as a game. Where it's just like <laughs> KH1, but worse. <laughs> oh, but, uh, yeah. Nonetheless, not the hardest. Oh, I mean, to be fair, well, a, l- a little challenge because we have been right. through a marathon. Depending on, you know, you may have boxed yourself in a corner because I, <laughs> I didn't have any heals left. I barely had any magic. So mm-hmm. I definitely abused save states to get through this guy. Um, so mm-hmm. you can be tricky. Um, but, yeah, nothing too crazy as long as you're patient. Um, but, oh no! Hercules, you gotta come fast! He's destroying the Colosseum! Oh, 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 he's gone. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so yeah, we take out the guard armor, as Zigbar says, nice job, then he disappears, then Demix shows up, he says, nice job, kid! Uh, I was running free the whole time. Then he disappears. Then Roxas says, "What am I, chopped liver?" Then he disappears, <laughs> and then Hercules shows up, and he's like, "Where's the action? Oh, did, did I just miss the exciting action sequence? Oh, that's oh man, I, I sure wish I was here. I, I could have taken it out in five seconds, no time at all." <laughs> Got off easy. But you weren't Ooh. here, Hercules. <laughs> Yeah, they they do the whole bit like oh, where'd he go? Um, and then Phil deduces, oh, it must have been the Roxas kid. He took out the god armor. Um, and Hercules asks, who? Rucksack? Roxas? <laughs> god, <laughs> you know the trainee you sent me. I've been training him for weeks. About yay high. About a dirty blonde anime hairstyle. You know the one. Hercules says, no idea who he's talking about. Because, oh, classic goof. Phil, the trainee I recommended, said he's not going to be here for a while. What? Mm -hmm. 
Then who have I been training? Whoa, no. Oh, jeez. Oh, God. This, oh, this is a classic mix-up. This, this is a huge liability. We're going to get sued. Oh, my God. I can't believe I put this kid in this, these life-threatening games. Herc, a little heads up would have been nice. <laughs> so, look at that. It was just a simple misunderstanding. Who would have thunk it? So, is this just a punchline? Is it just, oh, the trainee was just some rando who wasn't Roxas. Like, are we ever going to see this trainee, or or is that it? (laughs) I, based on my memory of 358, we do not see Uh, this trainee. That's, that's upsetting. Yeah, no, because it kind of feels like this is, like, the end of Olympus, where we had the big artless boss, and, like, even the way this cutscene played out, where at the end, it was, like, a big laugh of, like, ah! Like, it... Yeah, it felt like this was the story wrap-up, so... Yes, I believe I believe it is. Yeah, so that's it. It was just a wild goose chase, everyone. Mm. <laughs> but... In any case, Olympus is theoretically done, which, thank goodness, hey. I did not want them to keep drawing out this world, because, I mean, that, that lemon was so dry as it was, there's hardly any juice <laughs> left to squeeze. Um, yeah, three three mini games and then the, an actual uh, tournament, or, like, kind of part of a cup. Like, that, 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 that's, that, that's a good, that's a decent sandwich, right. and I'll walk away with it. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, that is that. Uh, we get a little parting ice cream social um, mm-hmm. where Xion shows up early because she said she had an easy mission today. Um, and then Axel is the last one to show up and he, like, I forget what he says exactly, but he, like, has a weird response to Xion where he's like, oh, what are you doing here? And she's like, oh, like, should I leave? I thought we were best friends, but if you're going to be like that, I can just take my friendship bracelet and go. <laughs> uh, basically, yeah. There was there was an earlier one which didn't have much dialogue, so we didn't talk about it. But yeah, there's another time where um, Axel has very minimal words for Shion, uh, and he, if you look at his portrait in the dialogue text box, it's the uh, uh, what I call the dejected one, where he kind of looks down, has like wow. a serious, like furrowed brow, uh, a little bit. Besides that, uh, there wasn't much mentioning, so. We did not talk about it, but nonetheless, yeah, Axel's uh, Axel's being kind of weird. Little cagey. But... Maybe something he read in that scandalous book. Mmm. Yeah, we'll find out. Um, yeah. But, yeah, Roxas is starting to catch on. Something's up. Um, or maybe it was Shion who asks, but they they ask him what the deal is with Castle Oblivion. They're like, huh, like, why do we have a whole second castle? And why do they keep sending people there? And why do they keep sending you in particular? What's going on here? Um, and Axel says, oh, it's, it's uh, you know, it's a research facility. That's all. But then mm-hmm. they realize, huh, they send everyone but me and Chion. So, clearly something's going on there. Um, so, their little 
hmm, suspicious. But yeah, he kind of just brushes it off as he tends to do. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think there's a whole lot to it, at least at at, at this point. But we are getting the uh, the tensions happening, at right. least. Um, the conversation is interrupted when she, um, again, her blood sugar's getting too low, and she has a little fainty-fainty, and she almost Whoa. falls off the clock tower, which is why we need some sort of guardrail here. Who's <laughs> um, raucous? Dan, the Twilight, Twilight Town Safety Committee is uh, truly taking a, taking a long break. Yeah. Um... But Roxas miraculously, miraculously saves her and grabs her hand, and then they they continue to have the conversation as he's just clinging on to her for dear life. <laughs> it's like she on Miss Clumsy over here, um, but they pull her back up. Then Axel decides, "Huh, you know, almost seeing my best friend plummet to her doom really gets a guy thinking. Let's have a beach day." <laughs> so that's on the books which I don't know I just think it's funny how they're specifically planning a beach day like what are they going to do go there in their, their full leather coat look and just you bet hang you. out under their little tent and <laughs> like what, what are you going to do at the beach like you're not going to go swimming are you you're just going to like stare at all the other happy beach goers <laughs> Mm-hmm. Maybe. <laughs> they can dream. Um, so yeah, we have that to look forward to. I'm sure that will absolutely happen. It will definitely not be cancelled for any reason. Whatsoever. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's Ooh. that is pretty much it. Uh we do get a Firaga as our reward, so Third tier magic unlocked. That's cool. Haven't used it yet. Me neither. Uh, but yeah, we're we're at a bit of a turning point here, where all the seeds have been sown. So we got Nomine mm-hmm. doing things. We know now Shion has a connection to Sora's memories. Now she's kind of fading in and out of consciousness. Uh, seems like a bit of a workplace mm-hmm. hazard, but whatever. Um. And yeah, Castle Oblivion is a big question mark. So, things are happening. Secrets will be revealed in due time. Yeah. Oh, lordy. Um, but yeah, that covers it for this here episode. So, let's see. We've got. Now that Olympus Coliseum seems to be wrapped, we've got Neverland. Which we kind of yep. just started, so I'm sure there's mm-hmm. a little more story bits there. We've got Halloween Town, which seems to be maybe midway through, maybe maybe three-fifths. I don't know. I, I could see us mm-hmm. winding down there, because um, yep. God knows Jack is certainly running out of ideas. Um, <laughs> and then yeah. Wonderland is Wonderlanding. Uh, but yeah, it's just those three, so hopefully this yeah. means more main pot, main plot will be happening over the next few episodes, because God knows we've been starving for it. <laughs> <laughs> we 
Welcome to the back half of every Kingdom Hearts yeah. game where we need to shove the plot into every nook and cranny. So, yeah, I know. I think uh, we're, again, we've been ramping and now we're going to be on a steady streak of story based content. So, I'm here for it. Yeah. So, stay tuned for all the exciting revelations in the next episode. But, in the meantime, you can do things. Uh, you can rate and review us on your podcast platform of choice. Uh, you can subscribe if you have not already, so you can get the episodes delivered straight to your feed as soon as they're out on Fridays. Uh, you can tell a friend uh, who also enjoys Kingdom Hearts, spread the love, um, and you can email us at khbhpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, or yeah, yeah. you can tweet at us at, once again, KHBH Podcast. Um, I should say at, also, yeah. at KHBH Podcast. You know, that's how Twitter works. <laughs> um, that thing, yes. Yeah. <clears throat> so, thanks uh, so much for listening, everybody. <clears throat> I'm going to go let my voice cords rest a little bit because I'm, I'm feeling a little parched i ran out of my my drink uh about 20 minutes in so yeah i'm uh i'm uh i'm ready to refuel mm. yeah it's uh about time you go uh you talk to demix get a cool refreshing beverage yeah. and then see what the rest three eight five over two a days has in store for us. I totally didn't choke because I also ran out of water about an hour ago. Yeah. Cough. <gasps> it's, it's getting bad. Uh, but we, we did it. We made it. So Next time we'll come back fully hydrated and hopefully under much cooler circumstances. But, thanks yes. so much for listening everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I'll see you next week. Same bat time, same bat place. Bye bye. <laughs> All right. Bye.